Have you ever been like in your car? Maybe you're at work and uh, you got your headphones on. You're listening to Tidal or Spotify or Pandora. And you searched for one particular song, you know, your favorite song. It comes on in place. And then other songs from other artists start to ring out in your ear. So you say, what the hell? I'm going to go ahead and just listen to this whole playlist and, you know, zone out. And then what happens? (laughs) What happens is a song comes on. A song that resonates with your spirit and your soul and you like at your desk and tears start coming out your eyes because for so long you have looked at life through the lenses of a child and then one day you hear something Maybe see something, maybe a smell. For me, it was hearing something. And it made me think about the strength of my mother. I'm dedicating this podcast to her. And I'm about to be very, very personal. I'm going to try not to cry. But this song here, (laughs) Mama... If I ain't never told you before, I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to go ahead and give you your flowers. Not when our paths, you know, end and we have to meet back up again. But while you're here on this earth, and I am too, each day I'm going to give you your flowers. You are the epitome of an amazing woman. And it is an honor to call you mom.
To the Chameleon Show. Before I hand the mic over, the producers want me to tell you this podcast has loads of adult content, and well, topic discretion is an individual choice. And oh yeah, don't forget to follow us on Anchor.fm and subscribe to the Chameleon Channel on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Hey, 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 h
the lens of a child. So, I was at work, right? Just minding my own business. I work and uh, I work in fraud. So, investigating and paying attention to detail and solving equations is my realm. And I enjoy what I do. The great thing is sometimes when you're solving math equations, it's, it's better when you're listening to music. Because you're using both sides of your brain. Learned that after high school and graduating. Would have been a great tool <laughs> while in uh, grade school. But it's cool. I made good grades. So um, I'm listening. And Ashanti's voice. First off, I didn't even know it was her. Because I'm like, who in the hell is... I had to literally take my phone out my desk to see who was singing this song because it 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 resonated with my spirit like I kept playing it over and over and over again I couldn't get enough of it because it was as though my light had been turned completely on see when you have children you learn a lot about the sacrifices that your parents made for you and you start to see that sometimes the way you viewed it as a child through the lenses of a child, that you didn't have the full understanding of the decision that they had to make. And sometimes it wasn't always the decision that they wanted to make. And that in itself can be difficult. So after having children, of course, I my light started to turn a little dimmer, I mean, a little brighter. And as my children matured, it turned on a little brighter. But after listening to that song, my light was like full blast. No longer was my eyes blinded by the things that happened when I was a kid. I was finally able, without even asking my mother and my father, why this happened? Why that happened? Why, why didn't you do it this way? Or why didn't you do it that way? It finally all made sense to me. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, listening to the song, right? I got to pace, y'all, because this stuff really, really had me going. So I'm sitting here and uh, listening to the song, as I stated. And there was a part where she said that when everyone else said that she wasn't going to make it, it was her mother who said, it is yours, go and take it. And then when her heart got broke, it was her mother who said, it's his loss. Man, I was at my desk crying. Do you understand me? Crying like a big baby. And it was because I remember that I had those instances where my mother, I, I'm going to tell you a few stories. I had my first son 
when I was, what, 17. I told you that, right? And I remember my uh, uh, son's father, it was his girlfriend at the time, her calling me to tell me, um, yeah, yo, when you was pushing out your, your son by yourself, your baby daddy was over here with me. I'm 17. She was she was older than me. I think she was like 20. I'm like, okay. Heart broke. I just had a baby. Can't, that was my first day home. You gonna hit me with that? I noticed that he wasn't there. Did it hurt? Hell yeah. And um, I was crying. Oh, man. I cried so hard. And I started throwing shit. Because it became apparent that I was going to be raising this baby by myself. Right? Not with him. And and I'm about to tell this story not to diss anyone. But I just want to show you the strength of my mother and I didn't even realize it and not not to her fullness I didn't I didn't allow her cup to run it over in my thought process when I when I thought about her until the other day I've always said my mother was a beast like my mama my mama kick yo with my mama's kids my mama a lion the hell with a lioness she a lion and a lioness you know what I'm saying she the pack that's my mama. But I never realized how she, I just didn't ever see it like I saw it the other day and how I see her now. So I had this baby. My mama say, before I even have him, she said, uh, you give names to children based off of the man earning them. A man doesn't just get the honor of their child being named after them. It's an earned thing, not a given thing, just cause. So I said, okay. The person that went to every doctor's appointment, even though I told my mother, check the y'all, I told my mother I was pregnant at seven months because I was so skinny, you really couldn't tell that I was pregnant. So I hid it for seven months. And she was like, you know, of course she was hurt. Did she act a plum dumb fool? Hell yeah, she did. And I thought she was just being mean and didn't want me to be happy and not realizing she was just trying to protect me. She wasn't trying to do anything but protect her daughter. She didn't want her baby to go through the hardships that she may have had to go through. And so... My mother never missed a doctor's appointment. <laughs> and when the, my son's father wasn't there, right in the corner was my mother. Here, my second child. I was pregnant and uh, called my mama, 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 he beat me. My mama came. She tried to beat his ass in front, in front of the police. The police had to like grab my mama out the police car. My mama was in the police car trying to whoop his ass. Do you hear me? 
And I took them back, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter if I took them back or not. She was still a warrior letting it be known that she may have taken you back. But I haven't. And if you ever touch my daughter again, I'll kill you. And that's my mother. And then um, when it came time for me to deliver that baby to the right of me was my mother. (laughs) No man, just my mother. And I remember um, because y'all know I told y'all I have like bad legs. I was born like that. And uh, I remember coming home crying because I had tried to catch the bus, but I couldn't climb up on the bus because I wasn't strong enough. And I was pregnant at the time. And I was in high school and I came back home. My mama said, well, why are you coming back home? And I said, well, I couldn't get on the bus because the lady wouldn't push the bus down. And the lady just looked at me as though, why can't she get on the bus? And my mother called the Metro and cussed they asses out. And then when I told her about the teacher picking on me in gym, because check it, y'all, I almost didn't graduate because I almost failed gym. But I have a condition and I just wanted to be normal. I didn't want to stand out. And my mother never treated me as though I was different. Instead, she encouraged me. People will always say, Tamika got a, a smart ass mouth. And my mama would say, well, if you talk to her like she's an adult, she has the right to talk to you as though you're an adult. Because what you should have done was came and spoke to me. I'm her mother, right? And when I was outside thinking I was grown, <laughs> my mama would check me, whoop my ass and punish me. But one thing is for certain. She always stood beside me. No matter how disrespectful I may have been, no matter how many times I treated her as though she was the enemy, she remained consistent in loving me her way. And when I was listening to that song, and it was basically saying, uh, when she ain't think she was going to make her, her mother did. When the world thought she couldn't, she her mother did. When I thought that I was going to have to raise them babies by myself, my mother was right there through everything. Through everything. But this is a story. That really, really, really like playing in my head as I kept listening to the song over again. And it was uh, whenever I see a woman walking, I was just telling Twinness, whenever I see a woman walking with Kroger bags and it's like, and she walking in the elements, it always makes me remind me of my mother. And I instantly start crying, but I never understood why it caused me to go into these emotions. And so what happened was uh, 
I remember one time, this is when my mother and my father were split, uh, split up. And uh, for a very long time, my mother was a housewife. But when her and my father split up for whatever reason they did, she had no job. So she found a job working at this popcorn store downtown. And uh, it was enough to, to pay bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? And every Friday, my mother would come home with her beer and cigarettes. <laughs> and uh, me, my sister, my brother, and my best friend, a snack every Friday, right? And so this one particular day, we had no groceries, right? And it was we had got snowed in. We ain't have no car because at the time my daddy was going through whatever he was going through, and my mother had to turn on from being just a mother to also being a father. And where we lived at was like in a valley. So either way, if you go left or right, you're going up or up a hill. It doesn't matter. So she goes up one hill. And then has to go down this long hill to go to this store. Well, when she get there, the store was closed. Now, this is before cell phones. You know what I mean? Uh, we ain't have no computer in our house. This is before computers. So if you ain't have a yellow pages or white pages, you can't call the store because you don't know the number because that was the only way that you can get the information. So at that time, we didn't have one of those. So she walked down to the store and nobody there because it was snowed in. But we ain't had no food. And uh, she walked up back up that hill, walked down one hill, walked up another hill. And it's snow, like it's frigid cold. She ain't had no gloves, no scarf, no hat. She didn't even have a big coat because my mother was the person that it took from herself to give to her kids. And, and not to mention, she also had took on her nephew. So he was there too. And so she walked and she went to the store. She was able to get a couple of things. She had to carry those groceries back home in the cold. No gloves, no scarf, no hat, no big coat. Cold as hell outside. And then when she came home, she cooked dinner, put it on the plate for us, had us sit down and eat. And it wasn't until listening to that song that I realized or I remembered mama didn't eat that day. It wasn't enough for her to eat. And so, now I'm at my dad's and I'm crying. Y'all, I mean, I'm bawling. And the reason being is because of the strength of this woman who gave everything she had and still to this day does it. Because she loved her children. She is unbelievable. Yeah, she might be a hellraiser. 
yeah, she might talk shit. <laughs> yeah, she nosy as fuck. <laughs> but she is my mother. And I wouldn't trade her in for the world. Not for the world. Through the lens of a woman. It would be unfair of me to say or to assume or to give the impression that I'm saying that all mothers are these grand creatures. Because the reality of it is, although they carry the title as mother, they're still human beings. And sometimes those human beings make big mistakes. Sometimes they're warring internally and then they're blessed with the child and they're unable to be their best for this innocent creature. And instead of the blessing being received as a blessing, it sometimes looks to the person or the mother, it looks as if it's just another burden. And yeah, we can all point fingers and say that that's wrong because children are a blessing and this, that, and the other, but do we know what another woman is going through? Mental illness is real. It's real. And the scary thing about it is, I would I remember watching this uh, autobiography about Quincy Jones, and this man is, uh, you know, phenomenal, but his mother suffered from a mental illness, and he hated her. He was embarrassed by her, and as I was sitting there watching the video or the 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 uh, show. I found myself tearing up. And the reason being is because there were points in his life when she was in her right frame of mind and she showed him love and nurturing. And she was the guardian angel that Leah West talks about in her song dedicated to mothers. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm like, but can he understand that? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't understand it because you're looking at the situation through the lens of a child. And until you look at it from both sides, not just your side, but her side, understanding why she did what she did, understanding 
those type of things, then what ends up happening is you don't point the finger and hate her, but you empathize with her and you accept her for who she is. And that's the same way with if you have parents that are drug addicts or a mother that's a drug addict, people don't pick up habits for no reason. Oh, today I'm just going to have this, I'm going to shoot heroin. They're running from something. And although you should be the reason why they stop, you can't be. An addict has to stop for themselves, not for you. It had absolutely nothing to do with you while they started. And it's not going to have anything to do with you when they stop. That's an internal demon. And I think what happens is people get confused when you start putting titles on people. And those titles then turn into um, obligations and and what they should and shouldn't do and how it should look. And when that doesn't happen... You're let down. Mothers are human beings. And they and they fail just like anybody else. There isn't no rule book to raising children. We're all going through this thing called life, trying to figure it out each and every day. So the reason why I took this approach is because even though I'm telling you how my mother makes me feel. And some of you may be able to relate. There's also some of you that don't. And you're hoping or wishing that you did have that mother. But what I find while traveling through this world is that it might not be blood related that you find someone that is a mother to you. You don't have to have the same blood running through your veins in order for that individual to be your family. That's what I know to be true. So just ponder on the person that stood in that place for you because God always makes sure that you get what you're supposed to get. Even in those dim, dark hours where you feel so empty like or feel like you've just been given a a crappy hand god will make sure that in the darkness you will also have light and that that's the truth so listen let's take a quick break If you got Anchor, you know you're going to hear this. If you don't have Anchor, (laughs) you're not going to hear it. You'll hear a transition. And we'll go on to the next episode. Lens of Forgiveness The lens of forgiveness 
is more of a selfish lens than it is selfless. If you think about it this way, I'm willing to forgive you for hurting me. And you can say it makes me a very selfless person. But the reality of it is, I like to sleep at night. Holding on to anger is like a cancer that spreads and you have no knowledge that is spreading over your entire body and it can emotionally, physically, psychologically kill you. You become a bitter person when you allow someone else's issues to become your issues and you allow them to plague your life and be that recorder in the back of your mind reminding you of all the ill crap you had to go through. No, I can't tell you why you went through what you went through. No, I can't answer why your mother or your father wasn't there or why our parents chose to do things that, you know, from the outside looking in wasn't the best thing. I can't explain why you were dealt the cards that you were dealt or why she was dealt the cards that she was dealt. I can't, I can't explain that. But what I can explain is that it's a better feeling to work through the disappointment and learn how to forgive. It can be very much so a selfless, selfish act. Why harbor all of that pain inside? Simply because somebody wasn't who you expected them to be based off of the title that they were given. We all fall short. And no, our stories are not the same. And that's okay. Work with what you have. Look. I gotta go. I wish I can give y'all a little bit more on this episode, but I've ran over, ran over time as always. Y'all know my mouth is, I'm long-winded and I might have to cut some of this out. I'm hoping that I don't, but if I do, hopefully the message is still point, uh, the message still gets across. And, and, and the main thing is that I wanted to get off is that I just, I love my mother and I finally understand her. I finally do. I appreciate her for who she is. Not for who she isn't or who I wanted her to be when I was looking at her through the lens of a child. I'm a grown-ass woman. And from one woman to another, she a beast. All right, mama. I love you, baby. And everybody else, hey, check your girl out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at The Chameleon Show. Or catch me back here, same time, same place. Monday for Bushido. Yes. 
We're drawing near to the end. And if I don't get up with you before Christmas, Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy your families, your loved ones. And pour out a little liquor for those that have moved on to glory. It's your girl, Tamika Tanel, and I am out. Ciao.